All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Allentown Presents Christmas Movie Countdown. I'm Katie. Yes. I'm here with Emma. And toot toot. today, for episode 15, we are going over the great, amazing Christmas classic that is the Polar Express. Yes. If for some reason you have not seen the Polar Express or read the book, The Polar Express, and you have plans to, without it being ruined for you, stop what you're doing, go watch this movie or read this book immediately. This is one of the best Christmas films that exists. So if you haven't seen it, stop what you're doing, go do that because we're going to yes. talk about it and I don't want to ruin it for you if you've never seen it. It's incredible. It's so good. So this movie takes place in 1955 and it follows a young boy who is right around I'd say 10 or 11 and he's right at that age where kids stop believing in Santa so you know he's starting to see through the cracks he's noticing oh that that mall Santa's clearly not the real Santa you know different things about you know, the incredibleness of the legend of Santa is just, it's really messing with him. And he's finally at an age to start questioning it all. So he is definitely doubting Santa. He's trying to stay awake so that he can catch Santa, you know, because seeing is believing. Of course, that's a common thread through a lot of different Christmas films. Once someone seen that Santa exists, there's no way for them to ever deny the fact that he exists. Like, Seeing is believing. Once you see it, you believe it, right? Yeah. So this kid gets up in the middle of the night because he thinks he hears Santa and he goes downstairs and realizes that it was just his dad with a Santa hat in his back pocket and the bell ringing off the dad's Santa hat. And he gets all disappointed and he goes back up to his room and he goes to sleep. Uh, A little while later, he is awoken by the sound of a train outside of his window and there are no train tracks in front of his house. So the kid freaks out and puts on his robe and runs outside to see what the fuck is going on. This train pulls up and stops right in front of his house and the conductor gets out and says, all aboard the Polar Express and invites the kid to get on the train. And the kid's like, what the fuck? Like, what is this? I don't understand what's going on. He's like, this is the train to the North Pole. It's ready for you. Are you going to get on or not? And the kid's like, "Mm, I don't really know. And he's like, okay, well we're leaving so bye and the train starts to pull away and the kid's like wait a minute i can't i have a chance to go to the north pole i can't risk this being real and me missing out so i'm gonna go jump on the train Mm -hmm. he gets on the train and he sits down in his seat and he kind of doesn't really make friends with people but is acknowledging the other kids there's a, a girl that's sitting across from him that he kind of like says hi to there's a kid's uh the know-it-all kid that sits in front of him that he kind of like acknowledges and as the train's going along it makes another stop at another kid's house so it stops in front of this kid's house named billy and the conductor gets out and does the same thing do you want to jump on the polar express and billy who is a little bit younger than the hero kid decides no i don't really think i want to do this i'm uh, no i'm good so the conductor's like okay well we gotta go so he gets up on the train and the train starts to go billy waits a little bit longer than hero kid waits and by the time he starts to run to try and catch up with the train it's almost too late Mm -hmm. hero boy notices that billy is running alongside the train trying to catch up and he's like we have to do something we have to make it so this kid can get on the train You know, it's unfair that all of us get to go to the North Pole, but he wants to and miss the train, basically. So he pulls the emergency brake and Billy is able to get on the train. 
And then Hero Boy kind of gets in trouble. He gets reprimanded by the train conductor for it, but kind of in a nice way. Like you did a good thing. It's good that you stopped yeah. it. It's good that Billy got was able to get on the train, but we're on a schedule like we need to get going. Then uh, some song and dance numbers happen. The kids get hot chocolate and, you know, all the different things that go into making Christmas magical for kids. There's the singing and dancing, hot chocolate. There's an experience with the ticket taking and all these adventures that happen on this train to get to the North Pole to see Santa. And throughout all these adventures, Hero Boy becomes really good friends with Hero Girl as they assist Billy in making sure that Billy gets hot chocolate because Billy kind of sits in another train car because he doesn't really want to converse with the other, mm-hmm. you know, he's kind of, he's scraggly. Even like, like a loner. He's yep. like the poor kid and he doesn't feel like he would fit in and he's nervous about everything. So he kind of sits away from everyone else. But Hero Boy and Hero Girl both make an effort to befriend him, make sure that he's, everything's good with him. In doing that, they kind of make friends with the conductor and they're his go-to when things are happening on the train that he needs help with. So they help out the train in different instances. At one point, the girl is the conductor while the actual conductor and the engineer are outside like trying to fix something up in the front. And (laughs) all these... All these different adventures happen. Um, There is a hobo that is traveling on the train, like underneath the train and on top of the train, who Hero Boy keeps running into. And hobo is kind of like that bad influence guy on your shoulder that's just like, no, this is all bullshit. Like, you're dreaming. This is all a dream. None of this is real. Like, Santa's not real. None of this is real. We're not going to the North Pole. And Hero Kid, because he's already kind of a non-believer, he's already super doubtful in the existence of Santa, what the hobo is saying is really affecting him. It's hurting him. But the train conductor and Hero Girl and the other kids in the train are also working against the hobo in convincing him that, you know, Santa is real, where we're going is real, everything that's happening is real. And this is just basically an adventure of will hero boy decide that santa and christmas are real or will he stop believing completely and basically grow up yeah towards the end of the movie they make it to the north pole and it's time to get off the train and to meet santa and one of the kids will be the lucky person who gets to open the very first present on christmas santa will choose a kid and they will get to open the very first one as they're getting off the train Hero Boy and Hero Girl notice that Billy has just been sitting on the train and he's not getting off. So they go up to get him off the train and accidentally hit the lock that was holding the hitch of the train together. And the car that they are in goes on this adventure through the streets of the North Pole. And they end up in the factory where they make all the toys. And it's very reminiscent of the scene from both Die Hard 2, where they're going through the luggage area in the Dulles Uh airport, and the scene in Toy Story 2, when they're going through the airport, and they're like, riding the conveyor belts as slides and all these crazy things, like, all this just fantastical stuff is happening to them. Yeah. Uh, it literally feels like you're on a roller coaster for half of this movie. Yes, I would love if they, if Disney or Warner Brothers or whoever wanted to, honestly, yes, please, do an amusement park ride because I would ride the yes. shit this ride. It looked incredible. <laughs> but I would wait in a Space Mountain length line 
to ride this ride. Absolutely. Um, but they they end up in, in the area of the North Pole where Santa's sleigh is getting filled up with packages. And they end up in his bag. <laughs> they mm-hmm. end up in his bag and then it gets taken to the village square, which is where Santa is and where all the other people are, all all the kids, the train conductor, all the elves, everybody's there. And they're lowered down into the back of the sleigh and the elves help get them out. And then Santa makes his big entrance. You know, it's a big deal. All the elves sing, here comes Santa Claus, which is mm-hmm. horrible to listen to, honestly, because they purposefully made it so that it sounded like a whole bunch of different high-pitched, like, Alvin the chipmunk shit was singing here comes Santa Claus because they're <laughs> supposed to be elves so it purposefully sounds like shit and it's very hard to listen to but it was cute like the idea of it is cute <laughs> yeah so Santa makes his grand entrance and he walks up to his thing and the the reindeer are like they've got all their bells and stuff on and hero boy cannot hear any of the bells and the kid all the other kids can hear the bells that are jingling on the thing and he doesn't understand he's freaking out he can't see santa so he doesn't truly believe that santa exists even though all the other kids are like he's right there santa's right there because there's tons of elves and stuff like sitting on top of each other's shoulders and blocking his view yeah while he's watching the reindeer he notices that one of the bells like flies off of the reins of the reindeer and he goes and picks it up and when he stands up Santa is standing right next to him and is like, oh shit, that's really cool. You found the bell that came off. Like, thank you so much. And then he tells him to ring the bell. Like, what can you hear? And he rings the bell and he can finally hear the sound because he is a believer. He says, I believe, Mm -hmm. I believe, I believe. And then he can finally hear the ringing of the bell because that's what happens when you're a true believer in Santa. You can hear the bells of the sleigh so santa decides who's gonna get the first gift of christmas and he chooses of course hero boy because he gave him back the bell that goes on the reindeer and when he asks hero boy what he wants for christmas hero boy whispers in his ear that he wants the bell so he gets the bell and he puts it in his pocket and then santa leaves to go on his journey around the world and all the kids get back on the polar express to go home As soon as they get back on the train, all of the kids are clamoring, trying to get the kid to show them the bell. They want to hear the bell. They want to see the bell. You know, they're so excited. He got a present directly from Santa. Like, oh my God, show us the bell. And he goes to pull it out of his pocket and he realizes that he put it in the pocket that had a hole in it. And his belief comes down. He's crestfallen, basically. Like, shit, I lost the gift that Santa just gave me. I put it in the wrong pocket. Like, got him such a fuck up basically and all the other kids are reassuring him like it's okay like it's you know we were there we saw it you know it was all just we saw it we know that it existed you're gonna be fine it's gonna be okay but the kid is still like super fucked up about it right because i would also be fucked up if i lost a present directly from santa so they're dropping the kids back off and they go in the opposite order basically of what they were picked up in so billy is the first kid to get dropped off And when the train conductor goes to get him off the train, basically, he comments on how he had made new friends, which clearly the kid was not comfortable with making friends at the beginning. And then he gets off the train and notices that his house has a Christmas tree and a wreath, you know, something that he 
had never had before. And he gets super excited because Santa had already been there. He walks into his house and then runs back out holding the giant package that was addressed to him from the workshop. So that kid's super fucking excited. Like Santa came to my house. Holy shit, guys. Holy crap. Santa! Yeah. Then (laughs) uh, Hero Boy gets to his house and Santa has not been to his house yet. He realizes cookies are still uh, uneaten. You know, none of the milk has been drank. There's no presents under the tree. And he gets sad again and starts non-believing again. And then yep. goes up to his room and goes to sleep. His sister wakes him up and he's like, it's Christmas. Wake up, wake up, wake up. We've got presents, right? They get downstairs and there's tons of presents. They're opening all of them. He, you know, he got a toy train, which looks just like the Polar Express and all these different toys. And then his sister crawls under the tree because she finds one last present and it's for him. So he opens up this last present and it's the jingle bell that Santa gave him at the North Pole with a handwritten note from Santa that says, I found this on the seat of my sleigh. Take care of your pocket, Mr. C. And the kid's like, (laughs) oh, shit. It was real. Everything was real. It (laughs) happened. And he rings the bell and he can hear it and his sister can hear it. And then they show their parents the bell. He shows his parents the bell and they ring it and they're both like, oh, tough luck, kid. Like it's a broken bell. It doesn't work. And he's him and his sister kind of just look at each other like, oh, shit. Like, it's real. <laughs> they don't believe in Santa anymore, but we believe in Santa, and that's why we can hear it. Yeah. Um, it, the movie closes out with a voiceover by a now adult hero boy, and he is talking about how over the course of his lifetime, people he he knew, the, his friends from school, even his sister, eventually lost the ability to hear the bell because yeah lost their belief in santa but he can still hear it and he still does hear it so and then he rings the bell and then the movie ends and it is fucking incredible like i didn't do it justice just now when i was talking about it but let me tell you several points in this movie i'm just like covered in tears because of how fucking oh yes. good and emotional this movie is and the score is incredible all of the music the singing and dancing so stuff amazing. is incredible it's insane i will say this is a computer animated film it was the first computer animated film to be done completely with motion capture so Mm -hmm. all of the humans are made to look human and it's one of the only films ever to do that so a lot of complaints you'll notice when you look at any message boards any videos or anything from any disney or warner brothers or any animated film the huge complaint is that animation has not figured out how to make people look like people all of the eyes are always ginormous the heads are huge and the bodies are tiny there's the proportions are always way off and people don't look like real people um yeah movie did a really good job of making people look like people to the point where it's creepy yeah Because this movie came out in 2004, while I was watching it today, I felt like I was watching a video game, like a cutscene from a video game on like a PS3, PS4 maybe, like an early game on PS4, because it's not exactly super high quality like you can tell there's just some edges that haven't been kind of evened out exactly Mm -hmm. because it was 2004 we're talking like beginning 
status motion capture animation stuff and it was it's still incredible like it's so yeah. good but the animation is a tiny bit rough because it is 2004 so keep in mind it's an it's an older movie but it is so good you you'll forget about the animation being weird like five minutes into the movie because I sure did I was like oh this looks kind of bad this looks like a weird cutscene to a video game and then right got onto the train and they started like Tom Hanks started talking the conductor and I was just like Mm -hmm. all right I'm good with it like (laughs) I'm over it already It, it kind of at some points it really does look like you're watching a moving wax museum yeah but I it's so it's so cute and when they sing when Christmas comes to town Jesus Mary Christ that song I have read this book forever i've watched this movie since it came out repeatedly it does just it wrecks me every single time just bawling my eyes out yeah i love this movie it's so 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 good we talk about the christmas feels a lot on this podcast and anyone who has watched any christmas movie basically know you understand what i'm talking about a regular christmas movie not like an action or horror christmas movie but your typical yeah. christmas movie there's always that moment where like the person who doesn't believe in santa or whatever has a change of heart and realizes the true meaning of you know what christmas is all about or whatever and there's always that flip it makes your heart just grow and like you cry you shed happy tears you're just excited and like oh that was so sweet that kind of thing this movie is packed with that kind of shit because not only yep. not only is it a bunch of kids looking out for each other and caring for each other on this train to who the fuck knows where but it's also the conductor and santa and all of these adult characters caring for these kids and trying to get them to realize yeah what the importance of christmas is and all of these different things the commercialized christmas don't at me religious <laughs> folks i don't want to hear yeah it. but yeah it's really really good this movie is great for individuals for families it's perfect it's rated g so it's good for kids of all ages like you guys everybody will love it okay, yes so fun facts this movie came out in 2004 so there are quite a few fun facts because of how old this movie <laughs> is so this film is listed in the 2006 Guinness Book of World Records as the first all-digital capture film where yeah. all the acted parts were done in digital capture. So literally every single person in this film was done with motion capture. All the kids, That includes all the, the acrobatic elves, too. Yep. Like everybody. the people jumping out of things, the people doing backflips, yep. all of it. Incredible. In the scene where the engineer and the fireman are trying to grab the pin necessary for the train's throttle, in the background, you can see a working flux capacitor. It's a reference to Back to the Future and can possibly mean that the Polar Express is a functioning time machine. It also takes place in 1955, which if you are a fan of Back to the Future, you know that that is also the year that Marty McFly goes back in time to make sure that his parents get together. Three different actors play the role of Hero Boy. So Tom Hanks does the motion capturing and the adult voice. So all of the facial features and the adult voice of the kid. So it does the voiceover at the beginning and the end of the movie. That's Tom Hanks. The uh, motion capturing for child Hero Boy is done by Josh Hutcherson of Hunger Games fame. 
And Daryl Sabara does the voice acting. And if you're like, who the fuck is Daryl Sabara? I don't recognize that name. Well, he is the kid from Spy Kids and he's married to Megan Trainer. So (laughs) that's who Daryl Sabara is. I could not believe it when I found out he was married to Megan Trainer. I was like, that dude? Yeah. That's phenomenal. He's amazing. He's incredible. Oh, he really is though. He is. Okay, so this movie is based on the book of the same name called The Polar Express, which Emma has said she reads every year. It's a great fucking book. And the author of that book, uh, Chris Van Allsburg, also wrote such fantastic novels as Jumanji and Zathura. Yeah. Which I'm pretty sure- Also had Josh Hutcherson. Josh Hutcherson was in. (laughs) Yep. Yeah. He was one of the little younger brothers because it was Dax Shepard and Josh Hutcherson and Kristen Stewart. Yeah. Fucking oh and other person. What a good, I can't remember the other what person. a good space Jumanji. Yes, it really is. Okay, <laughs> so Billy, like you've probably asked yourself why this entire time Billy is the only person I've mentioned by name. It's because he literally is the only person identified by name in this entire movie. All the other characters are referenced as hero boy hero girl know-it-all kid like he's the only one that has a real name so Mm -hmm. there's that uh the score of this movie was done by the fantastic alan silvestri and if you have never listened to anything done by alan silvestri do yourself a favor and go to his fucking page on spotify or apple music or whatever you listen to alan silvestri is a fucking boss he's so good yeah, he's incredible. Um, Steven Tyler, the lead singer of Aerosmith, <laughs> has a cameo. He is the singer of the Elf Band, which is a really weird cameo and yes. is super out of place. Like, if I were to go back and redo this movie, that's the only part of this movie that I would change, and I would have made it Josh Groban, because he sings the title track of this film. But mm-hmm. <laughs> And that's how I would have closed out the film, but that's just me. But I would have picked somebody along those lines, like a, not a rock star. I would have done like a Kelly Clarkson or a Michael, yeah. Bobby, like a pop maybe, but more he, of like a true vocal artist is what I yeah. would have It's so obvious to tell that it's Steven Tyler too, because he like throws his hair like Steven Tyler. Yeah, well, and they and- made his face exactly like Steven Tyler because it's motion captured. Oh, so. Exactly. And you're just like, damn, okay coming in clutch motion capture all right yeah uh so another reference to back to the future is made in this movie (laughs) as well uh when hero boy pulls the train whistle he says or i've wanted to do that my whole life in back to the future three which is also done by the director of this film yeah robert zemeckis doc brown does and says the exact same thing so there's a bunch of back to the future stuff tied into this smile on his face too yep (laughs) Okay, final fun fact. Uh, The Polar Express is another Christmas Carol movie. Hero Mm -hmm. Boy is Scrooge and doesn't believe in Santa anymore, causing the three ghosts of Christmas, the hobo, the conductor, and Santa, to change him forever. The hobo is the ghost of Christmas past. He tries to intimidate Hero Boy into changing his ways using only himself instead of the future. The conductor is the ghost of Christmas present and is in charge of keeping order in the present to get the hero boy to Santa. Finally, Uh Santa is the ghost of Christmas future and changes hero boy forever, just like Scrooge was changed. They even pay homage to Dickens classic by having a Scrooge puppet dance on the screen briefly. Yep. 
Yeah, another Christmas carol. Just like we've said, there are so many versions of a Christmas carol. When you write a life lesson as pristinely as a Christmas carol was written, it is so easy to adapt it to any format. Yeah. It's it's, it's just weird. like Twelfth Night. Yeah. Twelfth Night is the same fucking way. All right. So who was your favorite character in this film? Hero Girl. Mine too. Oh, she was so I good. love her. Like, it's easy to relate on a level to Hero Boy. You're like, ah, yeah, you're kind of losing it. Yeah. But Hero Girl, she's so innocent and pure and positive. She, she's just so happy. Yeah. And you you don't get that in the world, in people. And it's so nice when you actually do get to experience someone that's like that. So she's so sweet and uh, I just, I love her. She's amazing. Yeah, I agree. But honorable mentions to every character that Tom Hanks plays because, yep. Yeah. So because you said Hero Girl and I agree, she's for sure my favorite. Uh, My second favorite Mm -hmm. is gotta be the train conductor. Yep. (laughs) Tom Hanks is incredible and he plays like 18 different characters in this film. And I ain't Mm -hmm. even mad about it because I love Tom Hanks. But my God, his role as the train conductor is so fucking good. There's it's great. I can't even describe how good he does. And the cool thing about all the different characters that Tom Hanks plays in this movie is it's a bunch of them are definitely references to other Tom Hanks films. He has different mannerisms and things that he throws in there that are callbacks to like at one point I specifically picked out the yelling that the manager does from a league of their own. There's something that the hobo Uh, says and the way that he moves his face, that is exactly that. Like he just took it right from that. There's another moment where he took it exactly from Forrest Gump. Like there's a bunch of different moments where you can pick out these different scenes that are from famous Tom Hanks movies. And they're just so, so good. But Tom Hanks does an incredible job as the conductor and leading these kids on the right path and kind of pointing them in the direction that they need to go and congratulating them when they do good things like he doesn't ever get mad at them for kind of breaking the rules I guess I don't know there's not really rules on the train but those kids are always trying to help each other out and he makes sure to reward them for that in a good way in a good yeah so he's fucking awesome okay who is your least favorite character the know-it-all Mandark yes that's my least favorite too so mad I'm like Look, I get it, kid. You got smarts. You got knowledge. That's super fantastic. But shut the fuck up. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) So know-it-all boy is voiced by Mandark from Dexter's Lab. And you know his voice. You've definitely heard his voice. (laughs) Yeah, he's he voices a ton of different animated characters. Mm -hmm. um, But it's an annoying voice for sure. (laughs) He's a lot. And especially like... Everything that they've gone through in the entire story, through the whole thing, he's still at the very end. He's, Santa, pick me. I want the first present. And Santa's like, step off. And he's like, oh. Okay. And then at the very end when he's like, why would you put lean? Oh, learn. Okay. Like, (laughs) that kid. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That kid was the worst. I agree. Yeah, he was the worst. Okay, seven word synopsis. I have two and they're both alliterative. Ooh, late on me. Bells bring beautiful belief back to boy. 
And this one I am so fucking proud of. Excellent express experience accelerates extreme existential acceptance. Wow. That's great. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. Okay. So I've got two. My first one is Tom Hanks conducts train to my heart. Yep. Sure does. (laughs) (laughs) And my second one is uh, should have been named the Fields Express. Accurate. Jesus, the Tears Express, the Feels Express, the Jesus I Love Christmas Express. Yeah, if you <laughs> if you love Christmas like me and Emma do, like this movie's gonna get you. Mm-hmm. It's it's gonna yep. get you for sure. It's so good, especially if you are watching this with kids for the first time or watching this with someone you love for the first time. Like mm-hmm. the joy on their face is going to bring joy on your face, and it's just fantastic oh yeah so good okay this movie came out in 2004 around christmas time of course it was the first animated film to use motion capture technology and was done completely in cgi so with all of that being said what do you think the budget for this film was emma oh god 2004 money for motion capture and cgi i'm gonna fuck it up i'm gonna go with 22 dollar dues um okay the budget for this film yeah i'm about to get fucked was 150 million (laughs) dollars that explains your reaction you okay (laughs) well it's tom hanks well yeah times like eight million plus all motion capture (laughs) jesus yeah it was a fucking lot this movie cost a lot of money to make um Mm -hmm. what do you think it made box office how much did you say it was? 120? 150. 190. You want to try again? More. Okay. 290. Much closer. So this film made $313.5 million. There you go. That's a bit. This has made tons and tons and tons of money. You know, it made double its original budget plus some. And in the years since it has come out, it has done incredibly well in re-showings in the theaters and you know digital releases and downloads mm-hmm. and sales and this movie has become so much of a hit and a family classic in the last 16 years that it's been around that yeah. there are several probably hundreds at this point different quote-unquote polar express trains that you can take i know that we have one here in the valley um mm-hmm. where you, you can like buy tickets for your family and you guys all go sit on this beautiful train that they've decked out to be similar to the inside of the polar express and you know it's like a two-hour lunch cruise yeah your whole family gets you know a little booth to yourself or a little table to yourself they serve you hot chocolate and you know candy and stuff and you just get to go up into the mountains and see the snow and come right back down and it's just it can't just be here like i know that we have one here they have one in washington i know they have one in england oh i'm sure they're all over the place because i think i forget what the town is but i think it's the same place where they run the hogwarts express i want to say i've got a friend over in england that told me about it a while ago and i cannot for the life of me remember where it is but yeah yeah they have them they have them all over the place there's one in Colorado. There's one in California. There's, they're all over the place. 
Mm-hmm. They've got one in Utica, New York, Branson, Missouri. They've got yep, them. They do. They've got them all over the place. But one of the families that I watch for has done it for a couple of years now, and they absolutely love it. Someday yeah. I will go and do it myself when we're not. I would love to coronavirus and gross. I'm gonna go order the biggest fucking hot chocolate, and I'm gonna sing the whole song. Yes, I will sing with you. We will embarrass everybody around us and I don't even care. <laughs> as long as we bring tap shoes, I am totally in. <laughs> like I'm, I'm fully here for this. I am so down. Let's fucking do it. So <laughs> be on the lookout in a couple of years when coronavirus has died down and Emma's the kid two- is old enough to deal with this. Right. <laughs> be on a train. We're going to go and embarrass the fuck out of ourselves. We're going to be the two ladies that take over YouTube for the year. We will break the internet with our hilarious attempt at tap dancing with cups of hot chocolate. Yes, I have never tap danced before in my life, so it'll be horrific. Um, Oh, I did when I was five, but we're not going to relive that. (laughs) We're going to make it worse. Yeah. So uh, do you have anything else to add for Polar Express? Besides watching it? No, I don't watch it it's so good read the book honestly like if you have kids if you have grandkids if you have nieces or nephews this is almost as great to read yearly as the night before christmas it's so good i love it and in the book the little boy actually does have a name hero boy's name is chris after the author of the book but other than that you know watch the movie does hero girl get a name in the book i don't remember it's been since last jackson's first christmas well yeah no it would have been last christmas yeah because we read it last year too duh but yeah it's been a whole year and more things have taken over my brain so no i don't remember if she has a name (laughs) that's fair um if you are planning on reading this book or trying to locate this book know that right now right before christmas it is a very hard time you will have a very hard time finding this book because it is one of those christmas classics that does sell out at a lot of bookstores yep um i mean there's always amazon but i'm a proponent of supporting your local bookstores so uh yep give it a couple of months or give it a month or so and then order it and then have it ready to go for next year because exactly it's good stuff the story is fucking great and you will love it i promise so will your kids everyone will love it (laughs) your kids will be begging you for hot chocolate so maybe don't watch this like super close to bedtime like watch it watch it a little earlier because you're definitely going to want hot chocolate while you watch this movie yes then your kids won't sleep so be careful for that (laughs) (laughs) so from all of us here at allentown presents we will see you again tomorrow thank you so much for listening if you have any questions comments or concerns you can message us on twitter at allentown pod you can email us at allentown presents at gmail.com and we have a facebook it is allentown presents so thank you so much for listening and we'll see you again tomorrow with another episode of the christmas movie countdown bye toots